Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Brian Moylan is all about Canada's Drag Race. A excellent show from the World of Wonder, and it's another excuse to talk to one of my favorite Drag Race aficionados, Brian Moylan. If you like this episode, you'll like when I just chatted with Brian, I think last month, maybe even, yeah, last month. You might like our last episode with Lisa Traeger and Stephanie Haas, also about Canada's Drag Race. And you also might like to consider donating to our Patreon account because uh, I live in the United States of America and this whole COVID thing doesn't seem to be going well. So uh, if you could donate, we'd really appreciate it. Congratulations to, oh yeah, so many spoilers ahead. So if you haven't finished Canada's Drag Race, maybe hit pause on this. So uh, congratulations to all of the great white North Queens. Uh, Without further ado, Brian Moylan. God bless America. We'll start right there. Uh, speaking of God bless America, how is uh, the United Kingdom right now? The United Kingdom is fine. They just um, changed the rules, so now we can only hang out with six people at a time. So are restaurants closed again? No, restaurants are still open. <laughs> <laughs> but you can only have six people in a restaurant. <laughs> oh, my God. This is all... It's We're... like oh God. incredibly arbitrary. This is, speaking of incredibly arbitrary, what did you think of Canada's Drag Race? Oh my gosh. So I have thoughts about Canada's Drag Race. I am here for them. First of all, um, it's weird that they were all like, oh, we're so Canadian and we're so nice all the time, but they were mean it was to the each other. the meanest season ever. Oh my God. The Americans have never been that mean. And I include Fifi O'Hara. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah, like they were just like, and it wasn't like sh- fun, shady, mean. It was like mean, mean. It was they. They all had things to say that had nothing to do with the television show that they brought from a decade of anger. Yes, well, and it was it was so weird that they had all like this was their moment. Like this yes. was the moment they were all waiting for. Like so palpably that I know that's also true in America, but it was so pent up i think with the canadians that you really really felt it oh i loved it so much the the fact that the majority of them are from ontario maybe that means something so like they all had this so much baggage that the viewer just yes. doesn't care about in a great way well and i think that it's like all the new york queens get together and and make a little click mm-hmm. every season but there's only like so many of them i just think that canada's so much smaller that all of these queens knew each other 100 percent. so let's go through the queens um there i enjoyed the cast overall um oh any good reality television show is a feat of casting and the casting they did was incredible oh, yeah. from stem to stern okay great so agreement there that being said, do any of these 12, does any of them qualify to make RuPaul's Drag Race Classic American Edition? Ooh, that's a good question. I think um, Scarlett Bobo. You do? Yeah, okay. I, I do. I think she could make it, but I don't think she would go far. But I think she has like a polished enough drag and a crazy enough personality and enough face filler. To make it into uh, the American edition. And speaking of face filler, that's definitely more of an all-stars uh, thing. And we'll get to all-stars oh, totally. in a second. 
But somebody lips. called it All Stars Lips on Canada's <laughs> Drag Race, and I was like, "Yes, Beach, you are you are so right." Okay, the only um, one I, that to me screamed, "I'm ready for America," is the one that's already from America, which is Lemon. Yeah, but see, Lemon to me feels a little bit like an undercooked muffin. Like, sure, she, sure. she needs like two more years in the oven, you know. But and the, maybe th- I'm just thinking of the pageant episode where it was so perfect. Yeah. The, from yeah, this is probably the only episode where she dominated the entire time. And coming off the episode where everyone's like, "You should go home." That's very like, "I'm ready to do the next thing," more so than yes. anyone else. I think she's great. However, I have problems with her skin and her hair as a boy. Okay, Trixie's biggest problem with this entire season is no one's either padding or no one has breasts. What do you think about the lack of padding and the lack of tits? I have more of a problem with the lack of padding than I do with the lack of tits because I think part of what is cool about Drag Race and you see it a lot in like uh, uh, Naomi Small's kind of way mm-hmm. is like I look like a woman though I look like a man okay. and I think like a no boobs kind of thing is good like, like that who was that French Canadian queen on Rita this Vegas. one the, no the other one Kiara? Uh, Kiara, like Kiara pulled this off a few times too, where it's like, I have body and it's a boy body, but it looks like a girl. And I'm into that. Sort of like an FAA twigs type of thing. Yes, totally. But I think that in a lot of instances, more people needed to wear pads, I think, to make the garments look better. Yeah. Which they weren't doing. Okay. That being said, um, (laughs) there's my, my biggest complaint, my wife's biggest complaint isn't necessarily the makeup or the padding, but the posture of our winner, Priyanka. Oh my God. Priyanka's posture is so bad. (laughs) Okay. But Priyanka has TV experience too. I know. Well, because I think she's so used to just like slouching as a boy. I wonder how tall Priyanka is because she slouches like a tall person. But I don't think she's that tall. Yeah, that's a really good point. Also, maybe because they were because he was doing kids TV, maybe he had to like crouch over a lot to like, I mean, I guess have you looked up the kid show he was doing? I have not. No, I haven't. I'm sorry. I don't, I couldn't figure out exactly how to Google it. And then I stopped caring. But the thing about Priyanka is I found her to be the most entertaining of any of the Queens, but mostly as a boy. Like when she was like talking about stuff and her reactions to stuff, I lived for and her drag. So, so like, I don't think good enough to make it onto America. Oh no, no way. But, uh, my friend Stephanie and Lisa brought this up. Best confessionals. Best confessionals almost ever. I think that's a skill that I don't think anyone's possibly studied other than maybe Priyanka. Trixie's always been good at confessionals. Um, Excellent. But she it, it's a very different delivery. A Manila Luzon, yes. great at them. Jujube, great at them. I thought Latrice was very good at them. Yes, she is. But it's, uh, but it's something that, and I learned this from researching Real Housewives, that one gets better at with time. Mm. So I think that the people who have more experience... Uh, on television and doing those types of things are probably the ones that are going to be better at it. Also, the narrative of Ru- RuPaul, even though RuPaul's not on that, we'll get to this in a second. The narrative of like my mother, my father, my blank doesn't know I do this usually yes. is a judge's favorite. Oh, yes, totally. Okay. Totally. And yeah. So that being said, did anybody ever have a chance other than Priyanka to win this thing? 
Um, I think that Rita Vega had a chance to win. Okay. What did I do think, it for the judges? I think that Priyanka is a person of color, which I think is helpful. Mm-hmm. I think that she is funny, which is helpful. And yeah. I think that she had a little bit more of a personality than Rita Vega had. Mm. Okay. And okay. I think Scarlett Bobo is actually a really great queen. I hate her name. But um, I think that she needed to have something to stand out. Yeah. You know, like she didn't have that one outfit or that one moment or that one thing that was like iconically her. And and I think that's what kind of kept her out of it. Do you think... <sighs> Do you think she's actually like a punk queen? Because during the finale, it was the only time we're like, we've all known her, Scarlet, as this punk queen. It's like, do we have? I haven't gotten any of that. I've gotten I mean, like a yeah, little bit I of can, everything. I can see it a little bit, but I can see it more where it's like the kind of thing she talks about. But also sure. she seems like in her hair and her makeup and her face, she seems very mainstream drag to me in a way that I don't think she thinks she is. It's yeah. like... You know, the popular girls in high school, how one of them dyes their hair pink and thinks she's a punk. It's like, <laughs> no, you're just like all the other ones. Like, you just have fucking pink hair. Yeah, you're not, not a lot of that. punks like, with, like, really good filler. Yeah. Um, speaking of judges, can we talk about the judging for a moment? I'm I'm all ears. My problem, my biggest problem with Canada is the judging. Well, I have two big problems. One, every episode needs to be 20 minutes shorter. Oh, I disagree. Um, well, and it's mainly because of this. My problem with the judging is that they all always agreed with each other. Is and, that the Canadian aspect of the show? I mean, I don't know. No, I think that there's one exception we, to that. There's one exception. We, there's one episode. Do you want to guess who the guest judge was? Who? You know, it's Michelle Visage. Oh, Michelle Visage. Well, and that's what, like, I love when Michelle and Ross are like, this queen's great. No, this queen's awful. No, this queen's great. No, this. So it's like you get different views of what is good drag or what is success on Drag Race. Where in this, it was like they all decided what was good and they all decided what was bad. And so it's like the critiques they gave in front of the queens were always exactly the same as the critiques they would talk about amongst themselves. And so I was like, why am I just going to listen to you say the same shit twice? So I don't disagree with what you're saying, but because these queens were so much more mouthy than any of the classic queens, I was okay with it because they would say like, no, you're wrong. Or they would challenge the judges, which is like very rarely happens on classic edition. Yes, absolutely. Because they won't stand for it. No, because they're like, we're trying to give you criticism and it's, and you should just listen to it. Do you think (laughs) I'm Michelle Visage? Yeah. Well, that's like the one person they were intimidated by. No one was intimidated by any of the three hosts. No, because I mean, let's be honest. I had no idea who that, the lady who was on Canada's top model was. Mm -hmm. Um, Brooklyn Heights is a RuPaul's Drag Race a loser. <laughs> She's a peer. And yeah, exactly. She's a peer. Yeah. She's a peer. And Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, I mean, fine, whatever, but yeah. And his looks were awful. I loved I love that they were so polarizing. Oh my god. They were both too much and too little. <laughs> It's great. I I thought it was actually absolutely perfect because there wasn't that reverence for RuPaul. That being said, 
We see RuPaul every episode, but RuPaul doesn't actually show up in the flesh. It's just pre-recorded video stuff that they clearly do for one day for all editions of Drag Race. Do you yeah. think the show needed the presence of RuPaul Charles? I think you should have Michelle at the outset and Ru at the end. I like that. I mean, I, I, that just seems like due diligence. You know what I mean? And if you can't spare a day of filming for Canada to sort of be like IW, whatever. But it was also weird how they wouldn't let any of the three kind of judges co-hosts have any of the RuPaul lines. Yeah. Like they always gave them to that like guest host. <laughs> were there any guest like, hosts that you actually yeah. enjoyed? Um, were, I liked that really lesbian comedian. Okay. Wait, um, are you talking I, about the guests? Uh, because there, there's a real lesbian comedian, Sabrina Jales, that's not, she does the mini challenge. I'm talking about the guests. Yes. Her? No, I loved her, but I lost. There was like a really butch lesbian of the old style Got with it. like yes. short gray hair. Yes, I really liked her. I really liked that fucking weirdo pop star. Yes, Allie I've never heard of. Yep, and um, I liked uh that queen who was who won like Canadian Project Runway with the mustache. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I legitimately enjoyed Tom Green because I think that Brooklyn legitimately does not like Tom Green. Yes, and I think that Tom Green's whole shtick of like where the fuck am I? I don't know what I'm doing was like not only a shtick but also real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's like oh okay i get it and when he was like you look like the wind and called up his mother that was, perfect. was like what did the cost oh my god that was fucking genius and then they had the picture oh god yeah. it, it doesn't work without the picture no it did not work without, but that his mother described it it was describing her outfit it was, it was like perfect yeah and also fucking boa you are dressed like the wind in a child. <laughs> Cool pageant. I loved Boa the first episode, and then just by the time she went, I was like, that's the perfect time for Boa to go away. Oh, my God. Boa needs a new breastplate where the titties aren't so close together. <laughs> she is wearing the breastplate for, like, a 12-year-old man-child. Okay, so the only two that had giant boobs were Boa and Scarlet. No, sorry, and Jimbo. Yeah. Um, And they were both, like, comedically fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like boas were like so like not good and comedically fake no. like i had a friend who was a drag queen and her tits used to be she would take a nerf football and cut it in half and those yeah. would be her tits yeah so they were like big missile shape like, like the madonna 1990 just, truth or dare era yeah. yeah but these were like oh my god they were just like missized like she like it was one size too small yeah it's weird that means okay <laughs> I agree. They were bad. What about Jimbo's? Jimbo? See, I love Jimbo. Same. Okay, that's where that's what I wanted to talk about. I think he was my favorite drag queen the whole season. I love his looks. I hate that he can't do his makeup. I hate that his makeup makes him look older than he is, which is the only time that's ever happened in makeup. Ah, uh, there's some Rita Vegas here that are a little bit questionable too. Fair. And I also hate that it took me like seven episodes to realize that Jimbo is an asshole. It took you seven episodes to realize that? I think because I liked him and I want to fuck him. And then I was like, oh, wait, 
Jimbo's a jerk. Okay, do you remember Jimbo's um, male look in the confessionals? Yes. Do you know anyone that wears that shirt that isn't an asshole? I mean, I don't know anyone who would wear that shirt outside of Orville Peck. <laughs> okay, I don't know Orville Peck. I really hope you do. He's a gay cowboy. I know He's who, a gay no, cowboy. No, 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 I know who you he is. You don't know him in person. I don't, I don't know, know him personally. That's what I was. He asking. could be an okay. asshole. I really hope he's not, but that but he's currently collaborating with Shania Twain, which makes me think he is. Really? Why? Do, why Shania does that make Twain. you think he is? Because Shania is Twain. she an asshole? Yeah, I mean she's uh, on the wrong side of history. As soon as it was like the week she was on Drag Race, it came out that she's like supports some stuff that you and I don't support. Um, that's, that kind of makes me sad. Oh, but Orville Peck's like one of my favorite musicians of the last five years. I only listen to female singers. Sorry, Orville. Oh, I think you might so, listen I, to the last song on the new EP and the Shania Twain duet. They're both very good. I like the Shania Twain duet very much. Do you listen but, to Trixie Mattel? Uh, not regularly. Okay. But I have seen her live and I enjoy her. Have you seen the Trixie Mattel documentary? Surprisingly good. Surprisingly good. Did we yeah. talk about this last time I, think I was we did. on your show? It doesn't matter. Okay. I, I could talk anyway. about her. Trixie's the drag queen my son loves the most. So we probably watch more Trixie videos than anything else in this house. And then like um, Baby Einstein and Sesame Street are close second. Not because Baby Einstein actually teaches a kid anything, but it's like the one background thing you could put on without having to worry like some weirdo pedophile is going to pop up. How old is your son? 13 months. And what does he enjoy about Trixie? We have no idea. <laughs> and are, what what Trixie videos do you show him? As of now, we, we we try to watch all of them, but like we can't. He doesn't like the makeup tutorials because they're just too long and kind of boring. Um, yeah. And I think the transformation just doesn't do it for him. So it's mostly uh, Trixie reaction stuff to this season of Canada's Drag Race, and uh, Trixie and Katya like to watch the Netflix stuff. So. Yeah. And occasionally we show, oh, but oh, has too many like weird cuts and like yeah. demons and stuff like that. And he doesn't care about the demons, just like he likes, I guess, static drag queens. <laughs> so like, the, <laughs> why did you just show him pictures of drag queens? <laughs> they have to move somewhat. He won't look at the screen. Got it. Also, I am like, so glad you're not one of those like no screens before two years. Oh, he like parents. he doesn't pay attention. Like it's not like we're pro or con. He just doesn't care. <laughs> oh, so you just put it on because you want to watch it, and then he just watches. yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, the only thing perfect. like I will watch, my wife and I will watch that like is on a consistent basis is Drag Race, right? Like yeah, and it's like the one show like we're a hundred percent okay with like our son watching. Like we can't put on say Top Chef because then it's just like the depressing before times, and also our our kid won't care and won't like sit still in any way. But he will look at drag queens do their thing for a minute. And did he enjoy Canada's Drag Race? He did, sure, but he enjoyed the reaction videos more. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any queens on Canada's Drag Race that you thought should have gone further than they did? Yes, I think the top three should have been Priyanka, Jimbo, and Lemon. Interesting, okay. And I think Priyanka still should have won. Okay. And I thought that Rita Vega and Jimbo did the exact same thing for me which they're both experienced queens that know who they are. And yeah. Jimbo like checks the box of the weirdo and Rita Vega checks the box of the French Canadian clown, but they yeah. could both pull off different styles. And it seems to me, I don't know if this is true. I'm just throwing ideas out here that they're a little bit too old to be molded into anything. And that's why they were never going to win. 
I think that's true. But is Rita Vega that old? She Wikipedia has her at 32. I think that's a lie. Yeah, that looks like a lie. And Jimbo is listed as 36. I think that's a lie. I think that's a lie, too. Uh, Tainomi Banks is listed at 38. That might be true. But I could see it being a lie. Tainomi yeah. Banks is the classic example of a great queen who is bad at drag race. Okay, so did you know who Tainomi was before this? I had no idea, but apparently she is like the shit in Canada. They all talked about her like it was the second coming and it never solidified. Yeah, apparently she's like, I think she's like a Mayhem Miller or uh, uh, Morgan McMichaels. You know what I mean? Like very well known in the scene for crazy performances and being great and around for a long time. But like those two queens bad at drag race so do you think tainomi will come back in the inevitable international all-stars edition um i mean i hope not because she's bad at drag race and like that's not to say she's a bad queen like i think you're a great queen mm-hmm. and i don't think that the measure of your value as a queen should be how well you did on drag race or whether or not you are good on drag race but i think that you know why put someone who's bad on a show back on the show to be bad at it again. Yeah. Now, do you think that any of these Queens deserve to be on all stars or drag race classic edition? That's a good question. I would put lemon on, I would give lemon a few more years Mm -hmm. and some more money to make it. And I would put her on either of those. Um, know who I loved to hate and I think could actually be a very good queen is that Alona Verley. Oh, God. Oh, I hate Alona so much, which is just excellent editing of RuPaul's, or sorry, of Canada's Drag Race because you're supposed to, right? Yeah. You're supposed to hate her and she's awful. She's, but but her lip syncs are so good. (laughs) And she can turn a fucking look and her finale look with the American Indian in pink. I was like, that was the best look of the whole season. That was like the only iconic look of tra- Canada's Drag Race. Ah, Priyanka's final look, you could maybe Priyanka's put there. final look was pretty good. And Alona's show-up look was also fantastic. Yeah, I just, you, oh, it, it was, I talked about this with Stephanie and Lisa. Every time I saw Alona Verley, it's like, well, am I a bigot because I hate Native people? Or am I a bigot because I hate trans-identifying people? Like, just because I hate you so much. <laughs> and you're the no. only one that represents those two cultures in this show. Like it's perfect casting. It's perfect. She's just awful. And I mean, I live in England and they talk about how bad the teeth are here. Oh. Girl, have you watched Canada's Drag Race? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I think you're because, right with Leona. I mean, Gothy Kendall's teeth weren't as bad as Alona Verley's. Oh. Speaking of Gothy Kendall, are you going to watch God shave the queen? What does God Shave the Queen? I don't I don't think you get it. God Shave the Queen is the tour documentary reality series on World of Wonder about UK's Drag Race tour that they started the week after uh, it wrapped filming or it aired and it's um and Alyssa Edwards is the host of the show. So it's like Canada's Drag Race or sorry, UK Drag Race plus Alyssa on World of Wonders network. I want this. Yep. It's I don't think it's airing in England because I think you're getting it on oh. BBC something or Sky Something. Okay. It'll but probably God be Shave the Queen something. is the show. Now, at the, I'll, I'll look for her. For this, uh, I don't know if you get this, but Holland's Drag Race is coming. 
Oh, where is that coming? On World of Wonder, on the American app, we get Holland's Drag Race coming up next. Are you, are you at all worried that the product was going to be too diluted, and there's just not enough good drag around the world to uh, have these many, this many shows? I mean, I'm worried about that for America. Like, I until season thirteen. Wait, no, season twelve was the one that we just had, right? That's right. Um, until season 12 with season 11 with fucking silky nutmeg ganache. I was like, Oh, girl, we've, hit the, we've hit the bottom of the barrel. Like we we've done it. Like that's it. Bye. Sorry. But then season 12 came and I was like, okay. Yeah. Like the casting directors woke up. We are back. Th- these are some Queens. So, um, yes, I am worried about that. And I am worried about, uh, I think, I think part of my problem with Canada, like I said, it was a little bit too long. It was a little bit too... So much of drag, what is great about Drag Race has to do with the charisma of RuPaul. And, you know, and she was on the UK edition, obviously. So, Mm -hmm. we, you know, we got that with her. And the format being so similar, but without RuPaul makes me miss her a lot. Like, I would like to see some places toy with the format maybe in some ways so that you know we don't miss rue as much that they're giving us something new that we don't get from america's draggers because right now it seems like the minor leagues i think it is the minor leagues and i'm okay with that that's why i think the inevitable question for these people are are either are any of them good enough to make it for america or all stars because this is the minors right. and i don't think rupaul should be the host of uk um, I don't think so. And it's on the BBC. They probably didn't pay her anything. Like they, she should do one thing. She should be able to come in at the last minute and go, no, you're all wrong. This entire season was bunk. I want this person and that's it. <laughs> right. She plays the role of God. Imagine if we could get a Royal as a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Oh my God. That'd be so amazing. Like princess Anne showing up just like, <laughs> twisting her mouth up at everybody being like what the fuck did i sign up for i love Who it i love that people? Oh, yeah man. here's a question is there drag racing in the uk like cars oh yeah they are okay. big into cars here okay because i don't think that there's a big drag culture not in terms of like like the cars in Canada yeah, yeah. or Thailand or Holland. So I wonder if the majority of viewers around the world at this point associate drag race, not with cars, but with RuPaul. Oh, probably because especially if English is your second language mm-hmm. and you live in like Thailand and you just know like, Oh, drag race is the name of the show. It's not like a thing. Yeah. That's a pun on something that exists or and i wonder if they understand why rupaul is dressed up with a checkered flag exactly and like what does the pit crew represent yeah but like formula one is huge here okay okay it's just i i've been thinking about that that there's got to be a specific moment in time where it crosses over where the public consciousness associates drag race with rupaul yeah, I mean, I do. If you said to me drag race, I, yeah. they were in a drag race, I'd be like, why were they dressed up as women on <laughs> yeah. television? So th- that's that type of influence on culture is massive in a way that very few people have. 
Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we're just getting, um, what was the HBO show? We're here. Yeah. I love I thought that was really good. I haven't watched it yet, but it's about to be on sky. Okay. So I'm going to watch that. And yeah. And it's just, well, and to bring us to the next supposed cast of drag race all-stars. Okay. So you know more about this than me. Please uh, pontificate as long as possible because I'm all ears. Um, hold on. I'm going to look it up on the internet, but they have been um, some speculation about what the cast is going to be. Uh, now you had but, a piece in Vulture that said that they should rerun season 12 as all stars because those, yes. because they never got a chance to cash in. Yes, and I still agree with that. Like, I think bring it back and um, give us some real All-Stars because the last Drag Race All-Stars was not that great. It wasn't that great, and that's not a knock on any of the queens. I enjoyed literally the the two winners, which is also bullshit. Or no, no, no. That's two episodes ago. I'm sorry. That was two. Ago. That was yeah. two seasons ago. I actually thought... Queens. Go ahead, please. But this season's queens were... It was RuPaul's Drag Race all meh. Oh, that's mean. I disagree. Like, I disagree. India Farah, girl, India Farah does not need to be back on our television. Okay, no one disagrees with that specific one. I mean, Derek Barry does not need to be back on our television. And he barely was. I know, but like none of those queens make me want to tune in. I don't know. I thought the final three were good. Okay, so... All-Star 6, here is what Reddit – so have you ever been to All-Star's All Reddit? No. It's insane. These people are obsessed with Drag Race. Like, you think we're obsessed with Drag Race? These people <laughs> are obsessed with Drag Race. And they go through, like, all the queens' Instagrams. Oh, yeah. They look at all their travel schedules. They're trying to figure out, like, when, where they're going, so on and so forth. So they're trying so and they usually figure out the cast. This is what they have for Roos for All Star Six so far. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jan, which I'm fine with. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. I like Jan. Scarlet Envy. Okay. Sonique. Yara Sophia. Jiggly Caliente. I'm not liking this that much. Trinity K. Bonet. Jaja O'Hara, who I don't even remember. Akira Davenport. Okay. And the only two that I'm excited about, Pandora Box okay. and Ginger Minj. That's interesting because you would think that right now is the easiest time to get anyone. Yeah. And that's not what I would have expected. And I don't want any of those queens. Like, I, I don't give a no, shit I'm about cool any of you. I'm cool with Jan. I'm cool with Jan. I actually kind of like Jiggly Caliente because she's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's I like Ginger Minch because I always feel like she was underappreciated. Sure. Um, huh. That's not yeah, who I like, would I would have cast one of those. Yeah, like That's it. Yara Sophia, Trinity K. Bonet. I don't know. Akira Davenport. I mean. What are we doing? Yeah. Well, and I think the problem is the queens that should be on All Stars are on, like, We're Here and are on all these other shows. Get it, Like, the show has done so well that for the all-stars, it doesn't make sense for them to go 
back onto All-Stars. What I want is to do it like real sports in terms of, this is a real sport, number one, but number, I mean like drafting. I want a real Drag Race alum draft and all seasons from all countries are available, All-Stars included, and there are captains. And you have four captains and they each get to draft three to four uh, queens and that's the season. And are captains like Michelle and Ross or captains like Trixie and Katja? I actually think Michelle and Ross makes more sense. Yeah. You do. So it's like the voice, but. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And RuPaul plays the role of the commissioner. Got it. So like at the dais is Michelle Visage. The Michelle Visage team drafts blank. I like that idea. And then you have Carson and um, who's the fourth? Ross. Carson then, Ross, Michelle, and then you. Uh, I think you bring back like one queen, like Bianca Del Rio. Yeah, or, sure. Yeah, Bianca yeah. Would actually be perfect. Yeah, and like, that's it. And I'm into that, and especially do it and, during and the pandemic from past seasons of Drag Race. Yeah, all seasons of Drag Race are open, and they and and similar to real athletes, they could say no. So you could cast. You could cast Trixie, but Trixie's like, hell no, I'm not doing this. And then you lose a pick. <laughs> I would I would like it if we did a season of Drag Race like The Voice. Where yeah, like open coaches. auditions, queens come in, they audition, and you pick who you get. So that would be the se- – oh, so casting drag race would be the would be the season. Well, so it's like the first so many episodes are like the drag queens coming into audition, yeah. And then Ross says like I want you on my team. Michelle yeah. says I want you on my team, and then they they each pick four, and then they have the season where they all compete. Yeah, I love that. Various assorted challenges. That has to be a post pandemic thing, though. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, everything's on hold for post pandemic. <laughs> No, I still think that if there's a way to do an individual cruise ship, that would work out really well. I know it sounds incredibly dangerous for obvious reasons, but if you tested everyone and you just have the Drag Race cruise ship, you film like 30 seasons at once, that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> like put them all in, uh, like they're doing the NBA? Yeah, exactly. Like in a bubble? Yeah, That's the Drag Race bubble. That's what they did, I think, for these next two seasons. Because 13 is done. Oh, this is crazy. Um, I have to let you go. Uh, it's not because I want to, but because uh, our basement is flooding because it's uh, 2020 and that's what happens. Uh, I hope your basement doesn't flood and I wish you nothing but the best. Brian, thank you so much for your time. My basement only floods when talking to you, Brandon. <laughs> and um, I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon.